0: What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, D.C. Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, GoodPod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a jam-packed show talking about the College League, Boston Major One, Week 3 online qualifiers, the top three matches to look out forward to this weekend, actually starting today, of this podcast right here. And also, guys, we are talking about the firing of head coach Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons 2024 to-do list for this offseason to make it one of the most successful ones in a very long time. So, then Fertile, let's go get straight into today's action. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan. Here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pre-game predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League, esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Stump goes through, and with the and Optic with the sweep! If that sounds good with you, put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. <laughs> guys so we are getting into things right away right here and if you are brand new to the youtube channel or the podcast in general guys make sure you are hitting that subscribe button here on the belly up youtube channel along with my personal youtube channel subscribe to belly up friends the personal podcast guys it is a tremendous time to be a part of belly up right now and i am super grateful and also guys make sure you are taking advantage of of the SeatGeek offer through Belly Up, Right now, you can save $20 with SeatGeek at www.seatgeek.com or the app with code BELLYUPSPORTS. The promo code would be in the description below if you guys to check that out. So now, since we got the housekeeping out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about the Call of Duty League. So, the Call of Duty League this weekend has got some okay matches. It was kind of really hard to determine what was going to be the pinpoint matches to look out for, but these are my top three personal recommendations to keep an eye out for this weekend. So coming at number one, it's the number seven seed, the Los Angeles Gorillas, taking on the number two seed, the Atlanta Fades. Second on the list is number five seed, Toronto, taking on six seed, Seattle Surge. And finally, number three, this is the bottom of the barrel right here, the 12th seed, Minnesota, taking on the 11th seed, the Carolina Royal Ravens. So, guys, this weekend's matches really comes down to whenever Phase struggles when they come off a bye or like a long period of stretch. But this is a different Phase squad right here, and Los Angeles Gorillas has just not always been that great. Yes, they've won a major here and there. I believe they won a major against the Atlanta Phase. In the Vanguard season, I believe it was like Major 2, Major 3, right in there. But, again, LAG has just not been the same. And they're coming in with Assault, Diamond Con, Israel, and Fang. You know, that's just, it's just not, not a squad that I would see, honestly, being at number 7 right now. And that is honestly shocking, but it is way too early in the season. So that number seven seed could honestly fall to like maybe, you know, nine or ten by the end of it. And the reason I'm picking Toronto and Seattle, uh Seattle surge, I was gonna say Seattle like Ultra or whatever, something crazy like that. But the Seattle Surge, taking on the Toronto Ultra, guys, this is just where Envoy really needs to go off because Toronto Ultra has already been in that kind of category where it's like mid tier, but also kind of like finding their strengths in certain certain games and then falling back in certain games. Like they need to really step up and go go up head-to-head with the Seattle Surge in order to really secure a dominant victory. And that's why I'm going to say the Toronto Ultra is going to win this in a 3-1 fashion. And I forgot to mention, but Atlanta face, I'm going to say it's going to be a 3-0 going into this series. And finally, number three, the Minnesota Rocker taking on the Carolina Royal Ravens. Guys, the The Carolina Royal Ravens definitely need to win this one right here because there's so much more talent going into this squad with Clayster, GodRx, Gwen, Real, which, by the way, Real is looking to be replaced at the time of this recording, which is Monday, January 8th at 7.27 p.m. So the change could be already in effect. I'm not sure just yet. I did see that just floating around on Twitter. Through like, you know, Breakpoint.gg and you know Jacob Hill, all of them. But yeah, still though, Clayster, Garrex, Gwen, and Real, it this is a this is a squad that definitely needs to win some games. And then Minnesota, you know, you got Accuracy, Looney, Lens, and Awakening. And Vivid, you know, of course, you know, one of them's the substitute, I forget which one, but still, even with them players, they need a win. But I feel like this is going to lean more into the favor of the Carolina Royal Ravens just because Clayster can come back. Clayster can always come back and win some games. He did it with the Paris Legion, or well, Las Vegas Legion, as you would say now. And, you know, he turned that around a lot. So, it's going to be an interesting one, but I'm going to say Carolina in a 3-2 over the Minnesota Rocker. So, guys, now we are switching on over to the Atlanta Falcons side of things. And, guys, let me be the first to say I do not like the firing of of anybody. You know, I'm not sticking up for Arthur Smith or anybody like that, you know. But I just, I don't, I hate to see someone get fired. I really do, you know, because that could be a stressful situation. It could always happen to me. It could happen to you guys, you know, depending on your job, whatever the case may be. But with that being said, I do think it was time to move on from Arthur Smith, especially after three seasons, man, of going 7-10 and 10 and no progress was made. The only progress that was made was at the beginning of the season when we started off hot 2-0, and oh, you know, defeating the, the Carolina Panthers, Defeating the Green Bay Packers, who are in the playoffs. Guys, that right there, you know, when we was 2-0, I was like, this is the season. This is the season where things has definitely turned around for this Arthur Smith-led offense, and we're going to be in the playoffs. But that just never happened, and then, you know, now here we are at the end of the season, and we only won, what, like five other games now and lost 10 Come on, man, that, that's, you can't do that. So, I really hate it for Arthur Smith, I really do, but he ain't hurting. He's going to be back in Tennessee, I do believe, with Mike Vrabel, if, if Mike Vrabel does indeed keep his head coaching job, that is. But we'll, we'll wait and see, but right now the Falcons are now mainly focused on getting a new head coach and quarterback. So before we get into that little situation right here, I do got the Atlanta Falcons home and away schedule. Now, these are in no particular order right here. But guys, we got at home the Panthers, Buccaneers, Saints, New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys, Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Seattle Seahawks. In a way, we got Carolina, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Washington Commanders, Denver, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Minnesota Vikings. So, guys, that is your home and away schedule right there. Again, it's in no particular order because why would it be already? You know, you usually get that in, like, June, somewhere right in that time frame. So, it's uh, this is a long off season, guys, so trust me. We're going to be updating every single little detail to come out here very soon and throughout this entire offseason. Whether or not, like, Calais Campbell's going to come back, sign with another team, you know, J.C. Bates gets an extension, whatever the case may be. So, again, it's a long offseason. So, now for the kind of like the main event of this episode right here, guys. So, the Falcons offseason to-do list for the 2024 season. So number one, obviously, is done, is checked. Fire the head coach, offense coordinator, and Desmond Ritter. Now, of course, now the OC is definitely going to be going at a later time, I will say. And then Desmond Ritter is also going to be out of the door. Again, don't like seeing people lose their jobs, but hey, it is what it is. That is Arthur Blank's decision, along with Rich McKay, which I got a little detail I do want to share through this to-do list about Rich McKay and Arthur Blank. So, number two, obviously, is look for the new head coach. And this is my list right here of who I think should be candidates for the Atlanta Falcons this year. Number one, Mike Tomlin, Steelers head coach. Guys, he's definitely led that locker room to what now? 10, 12, 16 straight winning seasons. And he's done it with a rookie quarterback last year. He's done it with them now this year. Having, you know, a little bit of quarterback mix up here and there. But still, though, they're in the playoffs. They got to win a winning season. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. So that would be someone I would look at. Number two on my list is Airbnb, the commander's offensive coordinator. Now, granted, now he could be the next in line for the commander's head coach position since Ron Rivera got fired. But, if I was Arthur Blank, I would look into Eric Bieniemy a little bit more closely. Because, again, three years ago we did look at Bieniemy, And there was just something in the air that did not feel right with Mr. Blank that led to Arthur Smith getting hired. So, again, I would look at Eric bien this this offseason. Ben Johnson, Lions offensive coordinator. This would definitely be a good move right here, but it's just like with Arthur Smith. You know, he's a great offense coordinator. He really is. But is he going to be a good head coach? That's where I draw the line at right there. Yes, you might be good at one position, but are you going to be good at the other while also being the OC or DC and whoever we choose. That's going to be the biggest question of them all right there. You know, because again, with Arthur Smith, he was a highly talented offense coordinator back in Tennessee with a top five offense overall. And then he comes to Atlanta and we're bottom of the barrel in offense overall minus the running game. I will say we are top 10, run offense. So that is very good, but it also, that also comes down to like quarterback play and so much on beyond that. So Ben Johnson, I would look at him, but the last person on my list right here, and I'll throw up some, you know, like other noteworthy candidates, but this is just my top four people. I would look at for serious contention for the Atlanta Falcons. But number four is Jim Harbaugh, Michigan's head coach. So, obviously, Jim Harbaugh has been out of the league for a while for the NFL since 2013. And you got to sit here and think, okay, if you were to bring Jim Harbaugh in, is his style of offense and defense, since he is the head coach, he can control a little bit of both, Does, is it going to match up with today's standard of the NFL. That's the question right there. Now, I'm I'm going off of just tweets, just random tweets that I've seen on Twitter today or X that you want to call it. They're saying that Jim Harbaugh could be a good candidate for any of the head coaching positions because he has turned the 49ers around, but that was again, that was years ago. Now here we are in present day, can he do the same thing? That's going to be the question moving forward, not just for the Atlanta Falcons, but for all of the other, you know, 30 plus NFL teams or 10, whoever's looking for a new head coach, basically commanders, you know, chargers, you know, whoever, uh, Patriots, that would be a good one. So now speaking of some kind of noteworthy other candidates, I've been seeing Todd Munkin, former UGA offense coordinator, and now Ravens offense coordinator. He could be a candidate to be the next head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. But me personally, I'm going to go ahead and turn that one down right there. Just for the simple fact, just because he's just signed with the Baltimore Ravens his past offseason. season. And there's no way the Baltimore Ravens are fixing to let him go, after just earning them the the number one seed in the AFC. So that's um, like why would he even be a candidate right now? That's just my thing. But hey, stuff can happen. Number two is definitely Bill Belichick. I'm not. I'm turning that one down immediately. And and there's no there's no beef between me and Bill or whatever like that, but Bill Belichick his system is it was just meant for tom brady that's that's all it was. that system was all Tom Brady and then once Tom Brady left New England, Bill Belichick just become a, just became another head coach. That's all it is and I wouldn't I do not want to see Bill Belichick in Atlanta I really don't. And so that that just it it, it kind of worries me that he's going to be, but at the same time, you know, I was listening to the presser today for the Atlanta Falcons. You know, Arthur Blank and you know Rich McKay, and they're saying that they are definitely going to take their time with this one, make sure that this next head coach will be in line for a faster rebuild than taking three years with no progress. So I kind of like the decision right there, but if you are going to go for a faster rebuild to get in the playoffs and potentially win a Super Bowl, Bill Belichick is not your answer. Definitely is not your answer, and I do not want to see that happen to this Atlanta Falcons organization. So again, guys, those are my top four candidates right there for the Atlanta Falcons head coach position to start off the 2024 NFL season this coming year, which would be now in uh nine months, eight months, some something crazy like that. So number three on this to-do list is give Ryan Nelson another season. Yes, Ryan Nelson's defense was definitely elite for that first maybe three quarters of the season. And then it kind of started falling off. But but again, players were getting injured, you the the next man up mentality and they were pretty much like rookies or like third stringers who really hadn't been in the game for quite some time and also just getting injured. So that's kind of what hurt Ryan Nielsen's defense a little bit. But I definitely would give him another season. Give him another shot. Let him get some more players that he knows and trusts that could run that defense of his. Because again, that defense was a top 10 this past season and then it just quickly fell apart. Due to injuries and just so much on beyond. Number four is extend JC, Jesse Bates. I was going to say Jesse. But Jesse Bates. I would definitely extend his contract. He's been a lifesaver for the Atlanta Falcons in certain situations. That's more the reason why we won seven games. It's because of Jesse Bates. With the interceptions, forced fumbles, you know, blocked passes, whatever the case may be. Jesse Bates has done it, and that was a solid pickup this past offseason for Terry Fano. Number five, this is the draft, but Jaden Daniels is a must-get pick. No questions asked. Jaden Daniels, I'm spoiler alert, this is my draft pick for the Atlanta Falcons. you got to move up and get Jaden Daniels, because Jaden Daniels, is going to likely go to Chicago or, you know, the Jets, Patriots, whoever. You know, that's where he's going to be going towards. So I want to see the Atlanta Falcons move up with whoever the next head coach is and get Jaden Daniels because Jaden Daniels is definitely a very talented quarterback. I think he is better than that Caleb Williams from USC. And. Yeah, I mean, it's just Jaden Daniels or nothing. And whoever the new head coach is, this is coming at number six, makes a call on a new offense coordinator. Definitely, we need that new offense coordinator to definitely take advantage of the weapons that we have right now in Atlanta. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Tyler Algier, Bijan Robinson, just those four alone, Scotty Miller. Five very talented weapons on offense. And then, of course, you can't forget the offensive line. They're a top 10, top 15 right in there. All it comes down to is quarterback play and a good offense coordinator that's going to get your receivers wide open. That's all it is. And then finally, number seven, this is going back to the draft. Another defensive heavy draft outside of the Jaden Daniels quarterback pick. Go heavy on defense. Get you an edge rusher. That's what we've been lacking ever since 2016 when we went to the Super Bowl with Mike – Vic Beasley. Yes, Vic Beasley. I I couldn't remember his name at first. But we hadn't had a pass rush since then. And that's crazy, guys. It really is. So definitely – if you, but if you don't go edge in the draft, go edge in the free agency market with Chase Young. Chase Young is definitely great. I can see him in that Atlanta Falcons uniform right now. It is, it's so It looks so good on him right now. I could just picture it. So if not the draft for an edge rusher, definitely free agency, but still make this draft a little bit of defense heavy because again, Ryan Nelson. You're giving them another year. This is my to-do list. I don't know about anybody else's to-do list, like Arthur Blanks, Richard Kays, whoever. But this is my to-do list if I was in charge of the Atlanta Falcons today. So, guys, that was my top seven to-do list right there for the Atlanta Falcons in this 2024 NFL offseason. It's going to be a long one, guys. We got just... Oh, it's it's terrible being Falcons fans some days, but also it's got its rewards. Right now we got a reward with Linton Arthur Smith go, but now the pain and suffering of finding another head coach, offense coordinator, quarterback, just a whole new regime yet again under three years. It's it's terrible, man. It really is. But hey, hopefully Arthur Blank and Rich McKay has got something going, so that does. Pulled me to what I said a little bit earlier about Rich McKay and Arthur Blank. If them two picked Bill Belichick as our next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons organization, I think we need to start pointing fingers to upper management, a.k.a. Rich McKay, Arthur Blank. Why am I saying this? Well begin. Well, again, I should say Bill Belichick, he's old, his system is was just built for Tom Brady. And ever since Tom Brady left, he's just another head coach in the National Football League. Now again, I do understand that Mr. Blank has made some calls to people that he trusts very well in the National Football League of how to build this team back up to a high standard, playing in the playoffs, potentially competing for a Super Bowl and all that, but it's not Bill Belichick. It's not. And if Mr. Blank and Miss and Mr. McKay chooses Bill Belichick, it's going to make me sit back and wonder, all right, when do we start blaming management? and the owners, and the vice presidents, and the CEOs, all that, when do we start blaming them? Because then it would look like the front office doesn't know what they're doing, and that's why we've been so lackluster, and that's why fans should honestly, if that pick were to happen, of getting Bill Belichick, I think fans should start writing in that Mr. Blank needs to sell the team to someone who's gonna be willing to have deeper pockets and go for go for it all in, pretty much, and you know, get the, the hottest head coach cannon it there is instead of someone whose system has not been relevant since Tom Brady when he left New England back in twenty twenty, right in there, if I'm not mistaken. So that's just my little food for thought right there that if bill belichick is picked by rich mckay and arthur blank when do we start saying that the front office needs a little bit of changing with the owner selling and mckay getting the hell out of office <laughs> so guys what did you think of today's episode did you enjoy it did you enjoy the long falcons talk the call of duty league side of things let me know down in the comment section below here on the video side of YouTube for this podcast and tweet me guys MMS Stacy Morgan on Twitter slash X wherever you want to call it let me know what you think of today's episode but until then guys I Morgan will catch you all later peace.